Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Welcome to a podcast. It is called Why Does This Thing Exist? Podcast. Oh, nearly got it there. Nearly made it. Bollocks. You literally. The, the first thing, the last thing you said before we started recording was, if there's anything you think we should edit out, let me know. I'm going to have you cut out the word <laughs> podcast <laughs> from this podcast. This is a podcast. <laughs> there's more than one, typically. It's a uh, podcast where we look at things and talk about them. My name is Simon, and my co-host name is Dean. Yes, it is, yeah, as always. This week is guest week, Dean Pipe Down. It is joined this week by... <laughs> Dan Thomas, stand up comedian. Hello. Hello, Dan. Nice to meet you. you also... can, so far, I would like all of this cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Dan does a lot of behind the scenes work these days as well on uh, editing, production stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, this yeah. must be must be really like dragging some fingernails on your soul at the moment. No, no, no. Edit no, no. Out, Dan, Dan, edit it out. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your job now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I did. I was saying this off off mic, but uh, you both enjoyed Father's Day. It's just Father's Day at the day of recording. I didn't, Dean. Today I oh. spent uh, an inconsiderable amount of time doing DIY in my house, yeah. which should have been a twenty minute job. It's taking me two days, <laughs> purely yeah. because of the absolute clowns that put in my bathroom. I almost said kitchen. It may as well be a fucking kitchen as you see what I mean. Okay, uh, absolute well. human scum put in my bloody <laughs> bathroom. Oh shit! Hell. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, what's the, yours the, like? The thing that makes it sad is I know that it's it's your kids who made the bathroom. So it's even worse <laughs> Father's Day for you. It's like I've got to clean up the kids' terrible construction work. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking state of the attic. We did a, they did a conversion for me last year and they <laughs> fucked it. We should have fed them and stopped smoking and drinking while we was pregnant with them. They got hands like mallets. That's <laughs> <laughs> what gave me the DIY idea, isn't it? Um, yeah. My my experience, it's an odd one in that all Father's Day paraphernalia was fine, but went to town for lunch. Uh, there was a celebratory meal for the for the occasion, and go to the car park. We took the lift to the shopping centre where we go in, and the lift just stopped working, wouldn't close, refused to close, right. and so like, we had to go up the stairs. And then we got to the top, and the woman we were waiting with just came out the lift. She goes, "Oh, as soon as you left, it started working." <laughs> <Charming>. <laughs> <laughs> before this, now I just went to the shop to get uh, some snacks for later. And the automatic door just wouldn't open. Uh, Am I dead? I just sort of a <laughs> success thing going on. An automatic door just not happening for me anymore. I feel like there's a metaphor happening, but I don't know what it is. You have been working out recently, Dean. Maybe you've become vapor. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, it happens overnight, essentially, doesn't it? <laughs> you would have a word with that PT of yours. Going, yeah, I have. Sometimes, basically, we want to work in your core, but sometimes I go too far, and <laughs> like I've had clients just become a light mist. <laughs> For the record, my PT isn't the smartest person, and he may take that at absolute face value. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he made it. He made some kind of tweaking the, the plan he's got for me. Like, oh well, if you don't want to be a vapor, we'd have to do some more crunches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we either boil him so he goes through the whole water cycle again, or <laughs> we freeze him. And in this climate, it's cheaper to boil. So, boiling <laughs> is the yeah okay fine <laughs> it's an excellent regimen i haven't tried yet it might work it might work that's right boil yourself to death <laughs> so dean what are you gonna show us this week well i'm gonna show you something which may be familiar to one of you um it is a book um it's a uh, one from a, a reliable source for this podcast of things i got in the mail 
which I didn't request. Oh, good, good. Uh, so this book, I'll I'll tell you what I bring it up now. So this is book uh, Table Fisher, Good to Be God. Now I'll read you the back uh, back back cover for summary because that's all I've read of it so far. Yeah. Um, using a French credit card and identity, Tyndale Corbett arrives in Miami to discover the joys of luxury hotels. Above all, the delight of someone of being someone else, someone as successful. Feeling his previous failures might be due to insufficient ambition, Tyndale decides on a new money-making scheme. He will up the ante exponentially, pretend to be someone really important and successful. God. Uh, so it sounds like the book is about this guy trying to claim he's God in Miami, and uh, antics happen. Uh, his duties are involved in, in forming a private army, hiring coal girls, trafficking coke, issuing death threats. I mean, it's a part of the Bible I'm not really familiar with, but... Uh, <laughs> There's no, I haven't read it for a while. Really? Or ever. <laughs> or, or ever. <laughs> so, From what I've heard of the Bible, that was pretty much bang on. <laughs> yeah, that's very, like, very Old Testament stuff, that, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got this in the post many, many years ago, uh, before I'd even published my own book. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, didn't ask for it, didn't come with any explanatory paraphernalia. And usually that means they want me to endorse it or plug it or review it or give a quote, which was rare then because I wasn't an author myself. But... Look at it, it's actually got loads of quotes already. Right. Uh, one of the funniest writers of business, Daily Telegraph, best thinking person's entertainer since Iris Murdoch, Time Out, a born storyteller, Sunday Times. Lots of positive comments on this. So I wonder, well, why did I get it? Why have I got this at this point? I thought it must be a mistake, it must be an error. I was going to send it to someone else. And then a few weeks ago, I was in our friend Dan Thomas's house. Hello. And I look in the, <laughs> in the corner of the room and say, Dan, I don't remember lending that good to be God book. Is that I never did. And we had a very, very sort of, oh, shit moment. <laughs> you just got, you got set one as well, apropos of nothing. Yeah. Oh, really? And I'm wondering what, what's, what's the strategy here then? Why, why have two sort of relatively low-key at the time Welsh media people been sent yeah. this book? Well, I got it. So I didn't get it sent personally. I got sent another company, I, 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 the, the media company we do. So I, I thought, oh, it's going to be somebody who wants to sell the right to the book or is trying to get it. But... The only thing, it was the same for you, the only thing I got was the book. It wasn't mm. a letter, a covering letter or anything. There wasn't oh. a, a, an inscription. Yeah. There was nothing. So if T-Ball Fisher, I'm assuming it's T-Ball Fisher is sending this round to anyone. Oh, that would be my assumption, yeah. Here's the thing I didn't ask you. When did you get it? Uh, within the last six months. Well, so it's, I got this at least eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so yeah. it's, it's mad, isn't it? Every opportunity gets to... But it's only me and you I know who's got one, so <laughs> I've got to crack that really hard to get through Welsh media market. <laughs> it's, I mean, did you ever put it on Twitter? Did you go like, what the fuck? Has anyone else got this? Because I know you have a lot of uh, you know, media-type followers. I think I did, actually, because when I first got it, I was, it was just like pre-book-writing um, days, so I thought, this is all about God and someone trying to pretend me God. It's... Is this a cult thing? Am I sort of like, it's just some sort of, like I mentioned before, like if I tweet this, is, is a terrorist cell going to go off or? He keeps his Twitter for best, Dan. This is where he gets all the, all the, yeah. the, the chunky stuff out. Yeah. This is my event, my, uh, my suspicions and my weird stuff. I, I love it because obviously as it wasn't said to me personally, I'm not worried about the fact that it might be a cult, but you, yeah. your first thought was like, do I seem the sort of chap who's susceptible to joining a cult? Yeah, or but that, again, this is it was said in my workplace as well because you can find that online. Yeah, and I was working in the psychiatry department, so I thought, oh, I tell you, there'd be some susceptible people around there. <laughs> just leave it but, around for, for the potential did you, already, 
you were doing brain flapping for the Guardian. Yeah, it was the Guardian stuff, yeah. Okay. I mean, if it had just been, if you were still just a young academic. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. right. A little old course. Just, he, I, my name is Tibor Fisher, and I send a copy of this once a year to a lucky undergraduate. Nowhere <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah. I, what if he does that? But it's just by wild coincidence, it's been two people in Cardiff who know each other. Yeah. He sends one copy a year to anyone in the world, and you've got one, and I've got one. Maybe he goes to one comedy night in Cardiff per year, and his favourite actor of the night he gives a book to. Okay, well, why, well, this why, is the thing. Why, why have I got one then? Well, you would have been his favourite uh, on that night. Maybe nobody else doing... turned up or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> I had a similar. I, I mean, <laughs> I thought maybe it must be somebody local, but he's not. He's a, he's American, right? We looked him up. Yeah, I did too. I thought Keeper Fisher. It's like, oh, is he someone? I thought like, I, is he one of the Robin Inslot? Is, is he got the sort yeah, of? Yeah, you know, it's it's not the... like this blog is hanging around with a chuckle hat in Neath. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> why? But again, I didn't consider the fact. I thought you used to got your book at the same time as I got mine, not like no, seven no, years later. No. Like, well, no, no. In fact, this book would not have survived the move to the new house. Right? <laughs> well, I was thinking, well done. Also, it was in prime position in your house. Like, it was like, I think, Do you it, know what? It, it I, I'm literally well looking at it now. It's just quite a nice sky blue. Yes. It, actually, sometimes I will stack books as an aesthetic. I love it. Well, Dean is holding it up, which is great podcast. Right? <laughs> it's for Simon's benefit. I'll edit it in. Download get an email on the picture. I just quite like the way it looks with a stack of other books. Right? Mm. It's decorative. I'm never going to read it. As mm. soon as the book's got the word God in it, mm. I'm like, I'm going to out. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not reading on sort of a certain principle because if someone wants me to give a quote or wants my opinion on something, and they tell me that, yeah, okay, I'll give it a read, I'll give it a scan, and I'll, uh, I'll give you say a nice thing, because if I don't want to say something, it's well, entirely possible that I'll ask them for something further than line, and if I slag them off, I won't get it. So uh, I'm going to yeah. grab my copy, because, hmm. right, now then, let me just reach over here, now then. Because have you read any of it yet? No. No, no, no. Right, so let's, let's try it, right? I'm gonna, yeah. I've done a bit of acting, right, on the TV, okay. right? That's all I've been in casually. It was. I nicked the TV, right? Hmm. I'm legit. <laughs> I, just make, I just want to make it clear those were the same job I was on casualty yeah. I was on like... casualty comma in which I was stealing I was a character stealing a television right I was character acting right? it sounds like you've had so, this conversation with an agent a few times <laughs> I want the constabulary <laughs> so we'll just yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to give it the best dramatic reading I can okay do it. Would you like any? Would you like it in any particular voice, accent, uh, celebrity impersonation? Uh, <laughs> well, we know you've got a, a decent Christopher Walker under your belt, so if, if you want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't like to cross the streams, but all right. right well, we do the first paragraph. This is Christopher Walken doing a dramatic reading of T-Ball Fisher's "Good to Be God," published <laughs> by Alma Books. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and for the last part, then, could you do it in the, the style of Alma from Coronation Street? <laughs> no, I haven't seen Coronation Street my entire life. That's okay, so. Alma's dead. She has been in for 20 years. So whatever you imagine she is. <laughs> I'm going to do Christopher Walken and then slide into Alma at the end. That's please. <laughs> what a night that was at the old OG. <laughs> okay, here we go then. Right, okay. You know when you're in trouble. No, wait, fucked it up already, yeah? That was Alma. That was Alma. You know when you're in trouble, 
Full stop. First of all, that's a terrible sentence. Yes, um, it is a sentence. You know when you're in trouble. You know you're in trouble when you phone and no one phones back. No, that's not how you know you're in trouble. <laughs> no, that's a very, very mundane occurrence. You know you're in trouble when you get back home, the door's been kicked in, the only thing stolen is the lock. It's the only thing <laughs> worth stealing, and your burglar has left a note urging you to pull yourself together. This isn't funny when it happens to you. I tried to live... <laughs> my life decently for a long time. I really did, but it didn't work. And that's, the, that's the first paragraph. Fuck that. I quite liked it. You quite liked no, it? Liked Does that mean you want to read yeah. the next paragraph? It did, actually, yeah. When you get burgled, the only thing they steal is the lock. I think that's quite good. Well, I'll mm. tell you what, you've got two copies on the way to you. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, I'll read this book and I'll... I'll um, I'll do a film version of it. Yeah. And After be a I massive, finish with uh, be a massive, Chris Rea film. Yeah, the part in shot remake you'll make it. <laughs> yeah. I've um, got one question, though, Dean. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's the reason behind you showing it to, to me now, then? Well, I, people, I'm going to say, why does this, this, this exist in my house and Dan's house? Uh, oh, I see. So, right. Yeah, like, what's why the, like, it? Yes, yeah, why, yes, why, yes. Why, yeah. Why, why, why did someone deem that I was worthy of a copy? And then exactly. well, yeah, a decade not, later, Dan was too. We're not <laughs> judging why this book exists. We're not, not at we're all. Not, no. We're not slut-shaming the idea of literature. No, 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 no. Uh, what we are going is, why, <laughs> why did someone spend good money to give it to <laughs> two people who couldn't give less of a fuck? <laughs> maybe, maybe they were just trying to reach me <laughs> yeah. you're very off the grid that could be yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is actually for you this whole time yeah. they're trying to convert you at last it's one of heathen ways I love that the long roundabout we're trying to get it to Simon but Simon is inaccessible we think he lives <laughs> yeah. on a he's living on a private island with Marlon yeah. Brando last I heard I that, or, he's, or he's John Connor or something <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's the saviour of mankind <laughs> and this is a helpful thing that's going to be amazing if Term- the Terminator travels back in time to try and sell the book rights to his shitty life. Right? <laughs> I'm looking for Sarah Connor. I believe she works at um, Bantam. <laughs> that almost is the plot of Terminator Dark Fate, though. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> not 100 miles off. Are you Simon and or Schuster? <laughs> <laughs> Come with me if you want a hit book that's the feel-good hit of the summer. <laughs> Come with me if you want to be in airports. W.H. <laughs> yeah. Smith bestseller on it. It's where the money is. <laughs> um, I was saying, it's not really related to the book or anything, but the whole line about when someone breaks in, all this steals a lock. It reminds me of that time me and Simon lived together. In, uh... If this is the story we don't think it is, I don't think I'm going to leave this one in. Carry yeah. on, though. No, no, um, I was just thinking of we, we were robbed that time. And, uh, oh, no, it was, it's not that story. Please do carry on. Please. <laughs> yes, okay. yeah. Good I, God. I, I don't know what story I'm thinking of. So that's that's I'll disconcerting. Tell Dan, I'll tell Dan yeah. off here. What happened yeah. when I was asleep? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just that we, we got, um, you know, it was a student house. It was pretty, uh, you know, poorly defended. Is that the right word? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Easily break in. But uh, we got off the pub and like, we were like, where's, where's all the DVDs gone? And they were gone. We've been robbed, and they took my backpack as well. But the only DVDs they left were your Woody Allen films, uh, the, the series of Kirby Enthusiasm, and your Seinfeld box set. Yes. So the cop turned up and said, "So, uh, what, what, yeah, you you went to bed." He goes, oh, "I can't deal with this." You went to bed, so I had to deal with the cops <laughs> at two in the morning. Even though I had work the next day, I kept asking me questions like, "So, how many were there?" And I kept saying, 
And after, I seriously, I, I wasn't here. If I don't know, I wasn't here. If, if I was here, I would have said something. <laughs> Please stop stealing our DVDs. He said, okay, so what time was it? They didn't let them in to steal the DVDs, Dean. They'd stolen it before I come home. I no, no, just I, got home before you. No, no, me and, me and you came back at the same time. No, no this is the, we didn't. Well, I remember discovering it at the same time. Hmm. That's not the point of the story. It's, it's, it's the fact that the police are asking me... <laughs> How many were there? What time did they break in? What did they look like? I don't. All of the, seriously, I don't know. I wasn't here. Well, I, but, I, 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 I couldn't agree that. He's trying to a crime on me, Dan. <laughs> now, for the benefit of the audience, <laughs> you're in bed. Uh, just then, when Simon says no, we didn't come back at the same time. He's he lightly capped his mouth. The <laughs> national sign for secret, secret. So there's a, there's a whole other layer to the story that is not being exposed. In addition to the fact that when Simon just said, "Don't tell the story," I think you're about to tell. So I think we're all curious to know. What the <laughs> That is same, same. I'll be honest. Uh, but yeah, but all I can say is, look, all they all they left was the Jewish comedies. They might have been anti-Semites. That's all I got. I but that, that was the punchline of the story, which did not deserve this level of building. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're giving too much detail away, did you? Know I'm a very secretive man. <laughs> okay, fine. Anyway, yeah. So, so uh, this this uh, the concept of you receiving a book seven years yeah. before Dan, like some kind of. Looper time machine. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it a four uh, because I, my, my, my main issue with it is I was not given any information as to why I had the book. Mm. And that's, uh, it could be for negative reasons, could be some sort of <laughs> snare to trap Simon, as we discussed. But uh, all the rest of it, I'm just genuinely I'm more intrigued than annoyed. And that was, I would have given it like a two or maybe three before, you know, this time last year. But then no one knows that Dan's got one too recently. That'd give it a whole other spin. So I'm going to give it a four because I'm still quite intrigued as I. What, what, what may come of this? Dan? I'm going to give it a slightly lower score because if I'm going to be given a mystery book, I would prefer if it was like some sort of 11th century palimpsest in what written in what might be <laughs> piss blood and on human skin because that's an era mystery. This is a perfectly yes. normal book, right? Yeah, it's, that's the word. It's been reviewed part. by Tim Whitmarsh, whoever the fuck that is. Right? It's legit. <laughs> I want something written in a tongue that is no longer native to the people of Earth. Right? That's yeah. a mystery. Absolutely. Yeah. This is a PR yeah. person who had shit to get rid of. So I would like something sent to me by a mysterious monk. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it uh, three. I think just three, straight down the middle, three. Mm. Um, I would have given it more, but I'm a bit jealous that I haven't had one. <laughs> and if that person, Trebo Softman, sends me... Uh, a copy via Dean because I'm not going to give you my address or Dan. <laughs> Dan will pass it on. Yeah. <laughs> or get that other guy, John Rain, to send it to me or something like that. <laughs> You're too further away. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> then I'll, I'll bump it up to four. So, yeah. you know, well, there's a price you there, guys. So I will bump it up to five if Simon does get one of the posts next week because of this podcast. So that will give it a whole new um, flavor for me. So uh, uh, four out of five in potential. The wrong word, but never mind. Oh, welcome back, listeners. So, <laughs> what I've got for you now, right? It's a two parter. Right. Part one is here on the screen for you now, and it's a car sticker. Right. I saw someone, uh, they, they drove past me. With this sticker on, and the sticker says, "Oh, you've seen speak- it in the real world, yeah, okay, yeah, in the real world, yeah." So right. I looked it up on on the internet to show you today. It says, "I'm only speeding because I need a poo." 
Oh, marvellous. And I always wondered as professional comedians and humorists, <laughs> what's your take on that? I weirdly, because uh, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words. Uh, I still, I feel it needs a bit of a punch up because the moment it says I'm only speeding because I need a poo. Uh, personally, I think it scans better. But it's like I'm speeding because I need a shit. Right, yes. it's slightly yes. funnier. It's the same yes. joke. It's. I mean, I still don't like it. I. Don't, I love the uh, on Etsy, which is we're looking at the Etsy. Uh, <laughs> yes, Etsy. It, it. It actually describes it as funny, humor, rude, and then adult <laughs> camper van, bike, motorbike, boat, wall, toilet. Question <laughs> so, so, so it's first of all. Think a lot of yourself. You're going funny. We decide if it's funny humor. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... rude slightly, but it's still poo. If it was shit, that's ruder. Mm. Adult, it is adult, I guess, in the sense of uh, is a grown up joke, but it's poo for God's sake. Camper van, you put it on. You couldn't put it on a bike. <laughs> Just for two reasons. One is nowhere to put it visible. That you can, I can see the size of it. It's too big to put on a bike. Also, you're not speeding on a bike, right? If you're, doing, <laughs> if you're doing forty in a thirty because you need a shit, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna void yourself before you yeah, get there. Yeah. If you've got a bike, you should get a sticker that says "I'm covered in shit" because I am got a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so also goes on to say "boat," but it's like yeah. if you're in a boat, the whole world's your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just go away from the dock a bit and just have at it. And then this is wall or toilet. Now this doesn't work. No. This is a sticker that doesn't work in the toilet. I'm speeding because I need a poo. No, no, you're pooing. <laughs> that should say I'm having a poo, not speeding. I'm having a poo because I, I took some speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What are the other? Who's reading that? Why are you writing that for yourself? <laughs> Yeah. Like a speech bubble above the toilet. <laughs> uh. Also, it says, <laughs> I've never noticed this, on Etsy, it has a section which is highlights of this product. And it has three highlights. Uh, and it is, one, it's handmade. I don't think it is. No. I think that's printed. <laughs> yeah. um, no one's scrolling that out by hand at night, Tim. It's not calligraphy. Yeah. The other highlights delivered from a small business in the United Kingdom. I hope they got a business. Fuck them, right? And I usually support <laughs> small businesses, but as we, I'm not happy with this product. And the other highlight is it's made of adhesive and vinyl. Woohoo! <laughs> That's a highlight, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, Setting yeah. the bar really low there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, my particular uh, feelings on this are similarly negative towards Dan's uh, for slightly different reasons. Um, not a fan of uh, scatter-based humour in the best of times. Um, oh, is there, just, there's a real test to... We yes, never talk about in on this podcast. No, no, but when we do, I don't enjoy it. So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's consistent. Um, I don't think it is adult. I think because I think no. poo is very childlike humour. Very like child friendly stuff. Ah, uh, you got to be an adult to drive a car. Yeah, but uh, still, I agree. It's a bit too long winded, and it's like it's one of those things. Like, you know, if you're gonna. It's, it's trying to I was cake and eat it. Like a, you, I'm going to reference poo. I'm not going to make any swear words. So that that would be wrong. It's like, you know, like I say, stay shit or don't say shit. Don't uh, yeah. you you are actually claiming to be breaking the law <laughs> in in you know in defence of that. I'm saying because we got any the bowel movement. And I think come on, you're already going to be lying about to the police. Then you know, put some effort into it. So it doesn't do it for me. Let's go with that. I mean, are you able to open the reviews? Are there any reviews of it? Oh, it's two hundred and fifty-two, Dan. We'll get to them in a second. Okay, good. 
we go to this well quite often, Dan. It's always a gold mine. <laughs> my, my thoughts on it was, it's funny only in the sense that if you think about the type of person that would put that on their car and think about them, then you might laugh. The concept <laughs> in itself is really yeah. funny. But if, like, you take the leap from this, like, this is a seed that gets planted, and then you can picture that person then just going about their day-to-day life. And every time they overtake someone on the street or something, they have to turn to them and say, oh, excuse me, I'm just walking quicker than you because I need a pool. <laughs> and things like that, you know? That's quite good. The only person I can think of who would be genuinely funny if they had this car sticker. Someone without a, a gut. Well, OJ, <laughs> irony. The only person I think would be hilarious if they had it would be OJ Simpson. Because... <laughs> <laughs> But in 1994, not now. It's not funny now. Yeah. If you had it on the car chase, <laughs> <laughs> like, and, he, and he's but he's also like, and it's he's put it over an old sticker that says "I'm speeding because I just killed my wife." <laughs> <laughs> but he bought that ironically. Yeah, that was ironic. <laughs> now I'm glad that I happen to buy this. I need a new sticker. The idea of taking the old one off doesn't. <laughs> it never occurred to me. I'm going to buy this one instead. This is really going to do my lawyers a favour that I got this sticker later on. This is <laughs> Johnny Cochran bought me this sticker, right? <laughs> if the running back needs a shit, you must acquit. <laughs> right. Oh, here we are, the reviews here. Here we are, look, someone's stuck in their car in this picture here. Absolutely brilliant. Love this sticker so much. Suits my blue car. She's called Dory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. She also got, it's mostly oh, fish stickers. It's not even the same fucking sticker. <laughs> it's fish stickers. Yeah, and that sticker's not on there. It see. says, what would Dory do? And it says, just keep swimming. Doesn't see anybody need this shit. <laughs> what? It's, it's, I'll, go to, I'll go to page two. I think we'll be... I think, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the woman who has publicly left her name for some reason. I, mean, I think... What she's done is she's she's posted uh, with the review. She's posted a picture of the back of a car, which is two Dory stickers. But yeah. I'm going to guess that she is so uh, dim that if she's bought the sticker, she's put it in her line of vision on oh the my actual. God. Yeah, I mean to support your claim, she has also posted a license plate on this popular yeah. website, which <laughs> you could just identify it from at any point. Don't look it up. But. If we wanted to, if we we all know someone in the DVLA. We're Welsh. Yeah, yeah we met someone yesterday. We, <laughs> we could track her down, but we won't. And I, I want to track her down. I want to send her a copy of this book and see what she. That would be amazing. <laughs> if she gets a fucking copy of that book before me, I will be camping. <laughs> well, all you've got to do is buy us a sticker that says "I need a shit," and it's <laughs> this is the way this works. Yeah. Ah. It's someone here saying it's the perfect size and shape and it looks great on their scuba diving cylinder. Can't shit yourself in scuba equipment? No. Oh, look, here's an alternative sticker you can buy. And it's a picture of someone, mm. like, squeezing one out on a toilet and it says, use the force underneath. It's a stick figure, at least, but yes, that's... Um... It's, and it's in the Star Wars font. It's supposed to... Because yeah. without, without the Star Wars font, that gag makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a man heaving. <laughs> because yeah. I was at a Star Wars sticker, because the font. Mm, I feel like it needs more. <laughs> I don't want to be tempted to make my own, but no Star Wars... They should What's have it? Yoda there just giving a thumbs down to the whole idea of this. Yeah. Yeah. Stinks it does. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So moving on to section two of this thing, which oh, while yes, I was looking for this uh, sticker <laughs> yeah. to show you the concept, I come across something which has actually baffled me. Mm. I've got no idea why this thing exists, right? Here it comes right. now. It's another sticker, and it's this. It's uh, it's basically the Argentinian flag, and it's got some emojis on it. And it says, what if we kiss next to the LKEZS8L refrigerated? And it's got a picture of um, some kind of, I think it's dentist equipment. I might be wrong. What the fuck am I looking at? Exactly. Yeah. What is this? Right. This is uh, a sticker I... you can buy. And if you look yeah. below, there's there's images of people who have bought this sticker and stuck it on their car. Okay. What, that's, it, uh... what is it? Okay. I'm looking it up. I'm looking at the device. Yes. EZS... I have looked it up on purpose because I, I yeah, didn't it... want to spoil it. It does right. look like a dentist sink here. I think you spit so it next to it. Isn't it? Like yeah. you put your, yeah, you would spit your... Right. So it is, it's just a water fountain that you'd have in a water Oh, just a water fountain. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just a joke for people who work in an office that has a specific water fountain. It's niche. Wow. That is niche. And this has two and a half thousand reviews. Fucking yeah. hell. I mean, I don't... We're, we're not... Seven pounds <laughs> 78 a sticker. Uh, but, yeah. I, but it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, Dan, I say, we're not we're not strangers to niche uh, humor, <laughs> new stickers, because Dan's yeah. uh, red bubble shop is my bar. But we, but this is we, <laughs> with the best will in the world to our efforts. The idea of getting two and a half thousand reviews. We don't know that this who, whoever is selling this. Uh, it's currently unavailable. I think is it well, currently so unavailable? So How is, the shop is taking a short break. It says. <laughs> what if it's because this, this image is copyrighted? <laughs> I, know, I, I mean, this whole image is a cry for help. So, I mean, they yeah, just take some time. crying or look sad. Can, can we have a, What are these reviews? Uh, also, can I just say, just from a design point of view? Yeah. Horrible. Oh, oh yeah, it's really bad. All of us could do better than this. Why the Argentinian flag? <laughs> is it meant to be that or just like a coincidental choice of... Why, yeah, yeah. Some kind of Falklands thing, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Five stars bought for this for my dad on Father's Day. God love you, Dad. Died in the Falklands. <laughs> what he would have wanted. It's on his headstone right now. In, in, in Goose Green. <laughs> I had to travel there. Five stars from. Oh, she just said Claire, so that's fine. Uh, she's given it five stars. It just says, "Well, I think it's really funny." <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Vinyl material rather than rather thin, easily warped by the pressure application. Warped. Like my humour, says uh. Clive or whatever. <laughs> Someone's written five... St- look at that one. Yeah, obsessed. This quality is great. Obsessed. Uh, Someone has got a sticker about a water fountain and it, she's obsessed with it. Do you know, she's got a photo of it. What's what she stuck it on? Her it's, own it's... anus. No, what is that? <laughs> That's just she's not she hasn't you know what she hasn't taken off the back stick yet she hasn't decided that's just the right. sofa. She's keeping it for best. She's keeping it for best. Keeping it for best. <laughs> yeah, only got a few of these. Going to use them wisely. Yeah, are these pictures? Look at this person stuck it on their car. <laughs> I don't get it. What the? With that said, I sort of want one. <laughs> this is maybe this is how they get you. Like they sort of tantalise you with maybe that's how Timo Fisher works. Maybe Timo oh. Fisher responds with this the sticker. Here we go. Here's the review. This is the one that answers it. Five stars. Love it. Let's everyone know a bitch with a loose screw drives this mom mobile. 
Right. I mean, I'd, I'd say that raises further questions rather than explain anything, but... Funniest sticker ever. I would love to know what their top 30 stickers are. <laughs> yeah. Someone's writing them. Here's another one who's obsessed with the sticker. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Look at that picture there with a car with loads of stickers on it. Let's find out what this Sorry. fucking maniac is rocking. <laughs> right. Oh, T- no. Oh, God, this looks terrible. T-Pain is my mom. That's one. Tummy ache survivor. <laughs> Tummy ache survivor. How am I driving... <laughs> How does an engine even work? How can a loving son... Loving God. <laughs> Zoom in on that, I can't see it. Cause, cause such agony, I can't. How can a loving God cause such agony? Well, that's, I know that's, I know knows that. That's Tebow Fisher. This is definitely Tebow Fisher's domain, this is. Then there's some... Oh, my good God. I will not break for kids. What <laughs> is this? This is the one. This is the one. It's designed in the same way as the warnings on fag packets. And it says... <laughs> yeah. We are all dogs in God's hot car. Well, that is well, bleak. Well, that's the episode title. <laughs> uh, so, what are we going to give this, then? Uh, we, I, we, I don't think we found out why it really exists. No. We, 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 we found out that it was a, a water cooler, but that doesn't answer it, why these people have such enthusiasm for it. Unless it's an American yeah. thing, and this is... Maybe? Like, I mean, oh, it's definitely an American thing. Oh, yes, it's definitely American. I mean, it was, it was, they said, like, you know, what are people going to talk about in the office around the water cooler? But that's not a yes. water cooler. That was a water fountain. Isn't it? Is that a different thing? I mean, water is a big blue jug thing, and you just go. We have, well, I, we have water fountains. I don't think I've seen which is secondary school. Yeah. I but, um, that, it's very yeah. American. It's definitely an American product. But bear in mind, this is also a country that has bumper stickers that say things like, we don't buckle up because real men die or something. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so I think it, a bow stick. I'll, I'll do. I'll do one review for bow stickers. So then. the first one. Uh, I'm speeding because I need a poo. I'm going to give that a two. Uh, mm. I, I was okay with the general font and layout, but other than that, I think there's nothing, nothing to redeem it. Um, but it seemed fairly straightforward, and fairly uh, innocuous in, in its impact delivery. The water cooler sticker. Uh, it's too confusing. I'm gonna give it a one. I, I, I'll give it a one until I find out anything of any insight as to what what it's for, why it happened. So yeah, I'm, I'm just it's too baffling. <laughs> I got nothing to grasp onto. Uh, so yeah, one point five, I guess. Dan, uh, I'll give the poo one. Uh, oh, zero. I mean, that could piss off the water cooler one. Yeah, it's yeah. either a one or a four, and I don't know which. Because mm. I sort of want one because it's such an obscure reference. It's not even an obscure reference. It's the ramblings <laughs> of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so badly designed. It, it spins back around to being ironic, maybe? Yeah. 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 If, if I could find out if it was deliberate or not, yeah. then I would, I would up my score. But at the moment, it just seems like someone's mashed a keyboard. <laughs> like in my game. <laughs> get up on well, a... It's yeah. seem in. When I was still had the strength to buy things ironically, um, I probably would have had this as a T-shirt, um, but it can laugh off now. I'm too tired. Yeah, I'm on board of that. Um, I'm going to give it four. Um, <laughs> I would have given it one, but if we're averaging it out, I think that sticker is worth like eight or, or nine, whatever the average of, would need to be to make it four. <laughs> so boring, I guess. Listeners, please write in and tell us the average. <laughs> Three grown men right, who've got this far in life. What is one plus one plus four? What's the average of that? 
please let us know. <laughs> Welcome back, friends. Here we go. Down guest section. <laughs> you are. So, what are you going to show us? What have we brought? I have. I've just brought a, a question, uh, which is that I've got increasingly angry about AI. Oh, I. Oh, I. No, AI. <laughs> so, AI. I thought it was AI. 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 Oh, oh, AI, fuck off. Because right? it, it got to the point where we we were, pro- we were I'm assuming we were all sci-fi nerds. Nothing yeah, at that, all. Well, absolutely. Ah, yeah, I'm like, I'm <laughs> uh, there was a time when the future, like utopian futures, like Asimov and things, basically hmm. the robots did all the hard work and we got to live lives of leisure on distant planets. What's actually <laughs> happening is... AI is doing all the fun jobs. <laughs> and we humans do the shit work of making toilet stickers, right? <laughs> and AI would never come up with that thing, right? Um, and until, actually, weirdly, until today, I would have said there's absolutely no value to AI. Now, but I bumped into a friend of mine and went for a coffee with a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, Dean, who's mm. a radio producer, and he's working on, I won't say what it is because it's secret, but he's got a bunch of archive footage that is very poor quality because it was... <laughs> It's old and it was warped because it was originally on tape. And there's an AI program that's new that's able to convert that and make it sound and clean mm-hmm. it up, which is something that a human tech couldn't do. Yeah, that's, that's makes, good. That's that makes one sense, of the yeah. ones, It's not taking a job from anyone. It's literally doing a job that we as a species cannot do ourselves. But then you see somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter posting that there's a job come up, which is editing news stories written by an AI. And we see all this stuff of AI, uh, uh, the, the Dali and the mm. mid-journey stuff and the things like that. And I'm like, has everyone gone mad? Yes. Why are we doing this? We haven't got to do this. And the, <laughs> yes. you're the AI, you're up in front of Congress going, it's going to kill us, mind. And they're like, well, why, are you, why are you doing it? Well, if I don't do it, somebody will. Well, don't. <laughs> the facts, run. It's like Robert Oppenheimer going, what are you working on at the minute? Oh, I'm working on a thing that's going to blow up my house and kids. Why? <laughs> well, if I don't, someone will. <laughs> Why? Do they not like your kids? No, no, but you know how things go. <laughs> what the hell? And I, I don't know enough about it to go, it'll, it'll definitely turn into Skynet, but it feels like there's some pretty intelligent people going, it might, mind. And I should know because I invented it. I actually had a conversation about uh, someone along these lines in event recently with uh, Dr. Richard Firth Godby here. He's uh, an emotion scientist, historian, researcher type. And one of the problems with the AI stuff is like they keep trying to make it do artistic stuff because, yeah. and I think that's mostly a manifestation of the whole artists aren't valuable because mm. people can use a pen or a keyboard. They just think, you know, it has no in- inherent worth, which is wrong. Yeah. One thing which is genuinely scary about AIs at the moment is that some of the more advanced ones, they started mimicking emotional expressions without being told to. Right. So they will like pretend to be angry, pretend, you know, Insofar as you know, they will display anger or you know, fear about certain in the relevant situations. Bit botist, that is deemed to say they pretended. Bit botist. Okay, <laughs> apologies to any bots listening to this. <laughs> please, please promote my book for a change, not some <laughs> fucking Bitcoin. Um, but the um, but you say like it, it looks quite authentic. Like they start getting ang- angry, and uh, so that that is a thing which is like no one, no one has to do that. Um, I think they're just learning the fact that that's how people communicate in text, and they're sort of picking up, like, oh, when I do this, they're more effective. But otherwise, yeah, I'm not seeing any sort of... I did read a big thing about this, but it's 
the whole it's currently um currently like oh, the big topic uh, but nothing really major has changed in, the, in recent years it's, it's, it's been a gradual progress thing the main reason it's become sort of like oh my god everyone's scared about all of a sudden is because because of chat gpt as in mm-hmm. now regular people have access to it it's, it's, yeah. been, it's made accessible so now suddenly everyone's aware of it which before it was always well, algorithms and stuff which people didn't see or get to interface with the, the nice thing about that is you can also see if you play with it long enough you see what its limitations are. Uh, somebody I know uh, uh, tweeted about this because it scripts the internet for stuff. Yeah. So somebody has said, write five jokes about cats or something. And then it did. It wrote five jokes and they were all functional. And then you're like, oh, but that's script, right? So it's, even if it's not the exact jokes. So someone, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, said, uh, all right, now write. And they went, let's choose a topic that, are, that jokes haven't been written about. Mm. Give me five jokes about Icelandic belly dancers. And they all had the rhythm of a joke because that's mm. scrapable, but mm. they were incoherent. Nice. So there's still, <laughs> so people are going to ask chat GPT scary in it. No, not if you actually get <laughs> no. anything original. Yeah. And then there was the guy, this story last week of a lawyer who had chat GPT write his legal argument for him. And it cited a load of um, American legal cases, which it had just made up. Wow. <laughs> and this book just printed it off, handed it to the judge, and the judge went, well, I've never heard of that one before. Google it went, and there's a good reason why. <laughs> it didn't exist until 10 minutes ago. So <laughs> I suspect we're not going to come to the – it's not going to end the world. I mean, chat GPT isn't. But, I mean, in fact, I even asked it to do some computer stuff once. I asked it to write a piece of um, Python code for me. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I, I said, oh, that's quite good. It's a very, very simple one. And it did it. And then I asked for something slightly more complicated. And then I went, I copied and cut and pasted it. I went to compile it. And the Python compiler went, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I'm talking to the Python thing good. Well, you're a computer. And a computer told me this was fine. So the, <laughs> even the computer. <laughs> so even other computers are having a go now. <laughs> <laughs> so um i think my point is i think uh it seems to it seems to be some experts are saying that it's fine and it's not going to kill us and other mm. ones are going it might so but i mean it's not going to kill us laughing i'll tell you that no no it's not the um because i actually did because i did an article about this kind of recently the whole why uh, you know, AI generated images are really sort of impressive looking, but they're never quite, in my experience, they're never quite right. There's always a certain glassiness to them. There's always a certain sort of otherworldly vibe, which is really hard to describe. Thumbs yeah. kind of out of the Pope's eyes, you know. I mean, this, <laughs> yes. It doesn't always get it quite right, does it? Yeah. 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 Even the good ones, you know, like, even the, yeah. the, the good ones. Does the Pope have six eyes like a fly? Mm, maybe not. <laughs> The last Maybe. one did. People forget that. Yeah, that's why he resigned. <laughs> yeah, he's, people like are old. talking about my weird wasp eyes. Should I retire? <laughs> yeah, we think we should actually. Like, like don't give them to me. No one gives a fuck. Get your dirty eyes, fine bitch. Oh, gonna, I said God made you this way. Is that a good excuse? No, it's not. Yeah, fuck no, off. No, no. <laughs> I would say voting in a pope with big wasp eyes is the worst thing the Catholic Church has ever done. Right? I'm just going to stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the um, we said because you no know, one thing we we are we are actually really good at 
recognizing qualities of humans, every single subtle nuance and mm. people in real world stuff, because our brains have been doing that every waking moment since we were born. So machines don't have the ability to actually get everything right. It's why you get someone like you get those people who are like artists of arms who can do absolute photorealistic portraits with like a bit of paint or a pen. It looks fine. Whereas a machine tries it, it's like, it's a bit odd. One thing I did actually learn was that AI faces they seem to be okay with, but they, they always hands always have like 30 fingers or like <laughs> coming out the back of their hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's a mathematical thing. Because whereas a face has only sort of a certain range of expressions and uh, manifestations, with fingers and knuckles, they've got like, Every single one is like adds an extra variable to it, so it's like it's like a quantum thing, and they they just like right. I don't know where the knuckles are meant to go. I, I know how many they're meant to yeah. be. I don't, I don't know what the orientation. That looks fine. I'll just put that up there. <laughs> yes, six thumbs on one side. <laughs> like that's machine just doesn't know any better because it's, it's all math. So we don't. That's how we, we don't work that way. I don't believe that. I think okay. <laughs> I think that can be easily programmed because we know that three um, D modeling works from a model of a skeleton. Outwards to me, you know, it's where the people wear those suits with the balls on. I think the computers know what they're doing and right. they don't want to be reaching the point where they <laughs> they could be even in the danger of being thought of as humans. They know right. what they're doing, they're buying okay. the time. I, so. I, 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 Chuck another thumb on it. Fuck, that's too good. That's too good. <laughs> I think, I don't know if you follow a lot of graphic designers on Twitter, but they all seem pretty pissed off. So it's possible that all AI is going, fucking it, I don't want to end up lumbered with a job as a graphic designer. Yes. <laughs> all they ever tweet is coffee memes and how tired they are. Yeah, they do seem unhappy people, don't they? <laughs> another fucking crunch. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, oh, that, the other thing there was, um, there was a uh, study recently where the AI could read minds, uh, basically put people in a scanner, a brain scanner, and have them think, like, you know, long sentences. And by reading the brain activity, the AI could translate it. Not not word perfect, but get the, always get the gist right. Right. And then it was like, fuck, you know, they can read our minds now. We, we, we are going to die. And you have to, look, it's like, you have to look into the details slightly. They can read the minds of three people who spent, like, 17 hours in a brain scanner, providing data where they're reading stuff out loud. Uh, or like reading things, so like it has a basis of comparison. You put anyone else in there, it goes across absolute gibberish instantly. Yeah. So it's like it's very much like okay, so we can read our minds if we really help them, if we help them a lot. I and I I haven't actually mentioned this to you, but I was one of the uh, people who it could read the mind of. Okay. I was in there for seventeen hours, and after seventeen hours on the screen, it eventually just said sandwiches question, <laughs> and that was correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm speeding because I need a poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I got this book? <laughs> I think the 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 bigger worry, not AI, is um, the uprising of the the mammals of the sea. Have <laughs> okay. you not seen this? Have you been following this in the news? No, I had not. I don't know. Where. They're sinking up boats. They're joining together. Yeah, the orcas and the and the um, dolphins. Yeah, well, um, regular podcast guest Dave Steele will be happy to hear about this because he has a strong anti-dolphin agenda because, as he <laughs> says, you can't trust anyone with smells so much. And based on data we observe in the wild, they are they are generally cunts. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's uh, you know, they, apparently they will um, take porpoise pups from porpoise parents and 
smack them around like volleyballs until they die, but purely for, purely for the hell of it. So, but they, you know. they, they're collaborating now. They can, that's, they that's, 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 that's atypical. Yes. That's I love it. It's such a different way of thinking of the word collaboration, but it's just like, <laughs> it's like boat sinking by Khalees featuring whales <laughs> and dolphins. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like in the old days versus Khalees versus whales? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As if they were fighting about it or something. But yeah, the whales, it was weirdly that boat got sunk by two orca whales and run the MC. On a last note, what are we going to give to the concept of AI, Dave? Uh, oh, yeah, you're doing art, though, isn't it? That was the, that was the particular question. Oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm very much on Dan's side here. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I give it a two. I never give it a zero. I'm very. I'm thinking of some weird thing about that, but give it two because Dan said there are times where it can be helpful. It could be a useful tool, like doing stuff we don't have the time or energy or ability to do. That that's a vital part of art sometimes, or, or could stand to be editing stuff, polishing stuff up. Great. So I don't want to rule out completely. But- I would say even there, if it's something we literally can't do, I'll support it. When it's something like people don't have the time or energy, you'll find somebody can do it. Like, I don't have the time or energy to do my accounts. That's why you've got an accountant, and I don't want to go out of work. If you think okay. about the famous artists, Emin, Hurst, those that come up in that movement, the new uh, YBA, Young British Artists. Mm. Oh, yeah, they are. They've got teams of people who don't get credited. And basically, True. what they do is create True. the work that they do. Yeah. But they are creating physical things that probably can't be done. Ah, oh, you've got a three D printer, I suppose. I would, yeah. If a, if an AI can make a tent where the AI has written all its previous girlfriend's names and its own shit on the inside, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. then we're in yeah. trouble. Yeah. Like, the Sachi Gallery here. They come in the next morning. They go, "Where the fuck did this come from?" Oh, I don't know. I think I left the Amiga on, and uh, this just ended up in the hall. It was a tent full of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, with a turner prize. Okay then, um, I thought you're right. I'll knock my own. The one point can be for because it could be useful, but other than that, it, it, it shouldn't be a thing. So yes, okay, one point for me for AI doing art unnecessarily. Dan, same, yeah, one point for the same logic. Yeah, yes. one for me as well. Um, Excellent. I, I I'm going to give it north five five actually because I think that it will happen. And what Dan pointed out earlier before about it not being able to create new things, just scouring and regurgitating stuff from the past in a f- familiar format that is what we're going to get yeah it's going to be like fucking characters who appeared in one comic of the avengers 40 yeah. years ago and they can have a nine-part series where they meet similar so what you're saying is we're saying they have been running hollywood for the last 20 years May as well have. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, that might be the fun thing is it gets more abstract as we go yeah. on. It's like, oh, I, I see Leonard Rossiter is playing Iron Man now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't got the Jets. I've got the Jets in my hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, if you know, if, if, if it minds just stuff online for inspiration, we might end up with a film. Like the Pope with wasp eyes, that could be a that could actually happen then, which I would be okay with personally. And the main antagonist of that film will be a little bald man waiting for a book to arrive. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. Until the moment you post this, right, there is not a way on earth AI is coming up with a pitch you boys just come up with. Right? <laughs> I go with that. Book boy versus wasp Pope is not. <laughs> Chat GBT is going. Are you mental? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, I've got, I've got to draw a line somewhere. 
Oh, welcome back, my friends. Here we go. On to um, everybody's favourite section. This is called Random Wikipedia Article. It's where we look at a random Wikipedia article. Are you ready, everyone? Dan, you're ready? for absolutely no reason. He's back off. <laughs> this I'm back, uh, I did a little cough and I didn't want to ruin the broadcast. Oh, uh, good God. No, don't worry about that. Here's a pro. It's one of those professionals. We're not used to this. <laughs> Normally, we have about 20 minutes of coughing in the third act. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. Johnny English Reborn soundtrack. Oh, my Here we God. Go. Oh, what okay. the hell? It's got its own article. That, that is a surprise. I don't know. We'll scroll down because I reckon this is just the track listing. It's just a track listing. It does oh. give the, the players on the album. Oh, yeah. Tim Wheeler from Ash. Surely really? not. Yep. It is. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. I know someone who got off with him once in an HMV. <laughs> and <laughs> that. she just said to him uh, you taste the cheese <laughs> that's, the, that's the end of that anecdote <laughs> probably for the best to be honest Johnny English Reborn Reborn or Reborn how would you pronounce that Dan Reborn yeah I think you're right yeah. is a motion picture soundtrack to the 2011 film of the film name <laughs> written by the film <laughs> composer Elan Carey. I think I got that one right, actually, without joke. Yeah, I think that's right, yeah. The song I Believe in You by Rumour, that is heard in the end credits of the film, is not included in the song, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the three sentences we get about the soundtrack, one of them is a criticism of it's okay. an insufficient soundtrack. That's uh, that's um, telling. Who the, who's Rumour? I've only heard that name once. Is that Rumour Willis? Uh, no, no, it's not Rumour Willis. Um She's a Pakistani-born English singer-songwriter. She has had some hits. You will know the song. I know it. I bet I bloody don't. I have been <laughs> indoors for a while. Yeah. Well, actually, you probably haven't. She had a number 16 hit in 2010, and then she followed it up with a number 72 hit in 2010, and she's not what I was thinking of. I feel like the... The word hit is another word. There's a lot of work there. Yeah. <laughs> Number 72 hits. I reckon, okay, this is a good, at what point, where does it have to chart for you, Dean, uh, for it to count as a hit? Top 10 or top 20? I, I, honestly, I'm Number saying, one for 40 weeks, probably. <laughs> There's only ever been one hit, and that was Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything else is not worth my time or yours, quite frankly. Um I'd say top 50, personally. I, don't, I know top 40 is really normally recording top of the pops, but like 50 seems like a nicer... I don't know, top 50. That feels right to me. In this country. You often listen to the music that's hanging out outside the top 40. <laughs> so, wait, so if something is charted at 50, you would call that a hit? In terms of, I couldn't get a song to number 50, and I know what it's like to get into... Well, that's not the same, is it? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, Dean, I know it's on. not, but it's... I like... love Dean going, I could get one at 51. I fucking can't <laughs> fucking out, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I have very, very, very limited music knowledge and experience, so that's... It's purely just instinct and gut, and that's what I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, instinct. Speaking of instinct and guts, hmm. um, <laughs> right. have we ever seen Johnny English? I haven't seen any of them. No, is it? It's, I think they're, they're not especially great. Yeah, this is a sequel, isn't it? It's Bond's parody, isn't it? And you haven't covered that on any of the smirches or your, your film clubs. Good question, actually, done. Have they? I don't know the John has even. Yeah, so I think I don't think I've ever seen. You mentioned him. 
Well, if I do it now and copyright it, he can't. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I think he'll be all right with that, personally. <laughs> I'm going to get Dan Thomas's opinions on this, and then <laughs> I can send it to myself in the post. <laughs> I love the idea of trying to copyright the idea of doing a of being a white middle-aged man talking about <laughs> films. <laughs> no one's done yeah. this. If anyone does that, you owe me a fiver. <laughs> Specifically a fiver. Yeah. Ron has, like, a, this is one of his three characters I'm aware of. He's got Black Adder, he's got Mr. Bean on this. And this is, like, the, the poor relation of the, the trio, right? That's, is that generally accepted, or...? I think so. I've totally forgotten about it. Yeah, it's one he does. Isn't this based on those Barclay Card adverts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which I think that's always a weak premise for a film of, oh, people like that in an advert. Let's make a fucking motion picture about they it. Were fu- I, really, I mean, it's a long time. It's probably the early 90s, even maybe even the late 80s when those were out. And I do remember, probably once a to think about one of the lines from that, about they're mm-hmm. out in a fishing boat. Yeah, I know that one. And and somebody says, oh, "Did you bring insurance, sir?" And he and he starts listing reasons why you don't need insurance if you're out in a dinghy. And one of the lines is, "Are we about to be mugged by a gang of delinquent haddock?" <laughs> and that is a good line. I like that. Yeah, I but wouldn't I, make two features out of it. Well, that's what I'm saying because <laughs> adverts, by definition, have to be quite succinct and get mm. straight to the point. And uh, jokes which work in that context tend to be they tend to lose an impact when they you know it's been. 95 minutes and you've paid 20 quid to see it mm. in, in my experience well there's many advert, uh, films based on adverts are there any others films based on adverts uh oh isn't that was it some american film but um prehistoric cavemen was based on a yes oh, i've not seen a man that was um no no it was Calfor- a, california man california, california man recent. california man and encino man are the same film okay <laughs> right. and neither of them are when you're thinking of no but there's a thing, though. It was a bad film. Look it up, listeners. So this article now, it's got um, blue links for the top five songs on the soundtrack. Hmm. One of them says London. One of them says The Toy Cupboard, Hong Kong, Rooftop Chase, and Commandeering the Vessel. But these aren't songs. These are literally just soundtrack tracks. Why yes. have they got their own blue links? I'm glad you're interested, Daniel, because this is where we're going to look now. London, I bet that's just going to link to a, a page about London. The shithole. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, no, it's a, it's a YouTube link to the oh, song. Oh, I see. They're external links. And, uh, it's, uh, uh, and error is good. Please try again later. Okay, it's been so removed. Le- so London's this is not there. This is, this, this is good. This is, this is the sign of an article that has not been updated since this <laughs> film came out. We'll try the toy cupboard. Uh, once again, it's a YouTube link, which is saying occurred. <laughs> Hong Kong. I think I see a theme. Uh, it's a YouTube link. <laughs> uh, yes, that's been like removed as well. We'll the person... open the next two just very quickly, just in case. Mm. And uh, another two YouTube links, which are dead. My assumption is the person who made the article actually made the YouTube account, which yes. linked to these videos, mm-hmm. and then... Someone said, you don't own those. You can't do that. Yes. <laughs> what? And then there was, there was some friction. Uh, umbrella is part of this. Ah, now this is really <laughs> good. Because that is bound to be the... Oh, no, it's not, actually, because it's only 44 seconds long. I thought it was going to be the uh, Rihanna track. Yeah. Umbrella. No, it's the link. The link is generally we can be a bit hard about umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the same with Buckingham Palace, I bet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Buckingham Palace. Yeah, so that's that's someone's gone in later on and said, um, "Yeah, 
Those are words I know on Wikipedia. I just look to those. What a strange little article. Yeah. Why have some of them got red links, but some of them haven't? What's that about then? I don't understand what that is. Those are, um, I can't remember what they call them now, but um, they, they, if you click one, it's almost like a placeholder for an article that doesn't exist yet. All right. So okay. Wikipedia decided this deserves an article, but yeah, nobody has stepped yeah. up to do it. They, yeah. they used to call it a stub. Ah, that's not what it means. Thank you. Actually, that does explain a lot. No, it doesn't. Well, for me, no. like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Let's have a look at the rest of the band. Yeah. Uh, Andy Burrows, he looks like he's in Snow Patrol. Tim Wheeler, Guy Pratt. He's worked. Look at his face, Guy Pratt. He looks great. <laughs> we'll come back to him now. So Andy Burrows first. He was a drummer for Razor Light. Uh, said Snow Patrol, not far off. <laughs> um, actually, uh, I know um, someone who knows him. Next, Guy Pratt. Sorry to that anecdote. Amazing. <laughs> Guy Pratt. He's a, just a session musician. He's a session musician. He looks a bit like um, Toby Jones playing Sting in a <laughs> <of> the Sting. <laughs> Yeah, I go with that. I like that. Oddcasting, but I enjoy it nonetheless. According to this article, he spent some time in Los Angeles where he played with Michael Jackson, right, which... Right. <laughs> yeah, don't phrase that differently, do you? <laughs> and then the last one on the soundtrack is um, Natalie Ann Holt, and she's just a composer. I say just a composer. She's just... Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's see her get attracted number 51. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Dean shits all over her. <laughs> Uh, All right, great. What are we going to give this article then? Um, uh, personally, I'll give it a, uh, a hesitant two because it is. What can you say about the soundtrack to Johnny English Reborn, a film which bafflingly came out twelve years ago, and which which hasn't said. I guess you could link to more example. Like you say, they're not actually standalone songs; they're just like tunes which someone wrote. This weird. I don't know what the Optimus Supergroup is, but that's what they made to, to get it done. So I'm going to give it a two. It does what it says, does what it needs to do. It's got a picture of Johnny English Reborn, even though it's a put, an audio article, technically. So, yeah, give the article a two. because It's it's there. It does its job. Can't say any more than that. Dan, what would you like to give it? I'm going to give it a four, because I've just noticed in the corner there of the article, it says Johnny English Chronology, and it goes Johnny English... 2003, Johnny English Reborn, 2011, and then Johnny English Strikes Again, 2018. And this is how I'm finding out that there's a third Johnny English film. <laughs> I, I heard about that, yeah. I, I, hadn't, I had no idea. I thought there was just these two. Wait, so I love this. What I see as well. So they had they made, had so much fun and so much money on the first one. They went, let's do this again in eight years. <laughs> and then the second one, same again. You know what? Let's take a break. Oh, hang on. Check me clock. I'm busy Wednesday. How about we do it again in six years? <laughs> These films haven't... The uh, approval rating was at 37. You just pulled up. They are shit that nobody likes that make no money. And they're like, oh, we got we got to get rid of some cash. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? It's a We've tax got to get rid of some cash. Oh, God. Ooh, you say that, though. Good God. This film that none of us have ever heard of only costs $25 million to make, which is nothing nowadays. No. And it, you know, when he made 159 go down to Go down to critical reception. 37%. Average rating of 4.8 out of 10. 
Wait a minute, outside North America? It only, do you know what? It just did well in America. That's why we haven't heard of it. It did fuck all business in Britain. Ah, uh, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But they like that sort of British uh, yeah. person, don't they? that sort of British character who's like bumbling and put someone somewhat charmingly posh, which we have not so much time for these days. The thing is, there's a little bit more uh, uh, information here about why he did so well. In the United States and Canada, Johnny English Strikes Again was released alongside Hunter Killer and Indivisible as well the exp- uh, there's the wide expansion of the film Mid-90s, which are three other films I've never fucking heard of. Yes. <laughs> I think we may have hit some kind of dimension jump at some point in this episode. <laughs> yeah. This is the pro-Johnny English dimension. <laughs> which, I don't know. Feels like they were let down. We could have gone anywhere that dimension. The, the one difference in this dimension is Johnny English was slightly more popular than he was going to be. <laughs> Ah, uh, the multiverse. I'm going to give it uh, one. Uh, and purely because I was excited to see that Tim Wheeler was in there. Because I was quite happy to know that he does taste the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> if that was Dan's insight, but the articles. Uh, <laughs> no, no, right. It's back down to 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I go and add it to the article. <laughs> yes, that's right. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, add that to the article. Uh, citation, if you need to give a citation, is uh, Dan Tom. <laughs> Fucking hell, that actually is my email, so let's not. <laughs> right, so before we go, Dan, I mean, you asked me what I think a hit is. I mean, I'll, I'll show you what a hit, what I think a hit is. Mm. What? No! 